not so different from when we start a new job or go back to work after a vacation. Kids can have millions or thousands of emotions, and all of those are normal. When we look at the situation from the parents' perspective and try to put our minds into into their minds, how can how can we help these kiddos prepare for that uh, anxiety of the first day and going back into the classroom? I think a lot of times our instincts as parents can be to fix, to problem solve. Um, but sometimes those comments can be invalidating when we say, oh, you shouldn't worry about that or that's okay. The best thing we can do is really two parts. So the first is to validate any and all feelings, either to mention, yeah, going back to school can be stressful. I remember when I was going back to school, I felt a little excited, worried, maybe a little sad that the summer's over. And all of those feelings are okay. Those feelings make sense. I love Dr. Becky Kennedy's quote, it feels hard because it is hard. <laughs> the second part of that is also just expressing confidence that your child can get through that hard thing to say, it's tough going back to school and I know you can do it. Yeah, the reinforcement certainly is real important. And I, and I think what you're saying, Dr. Rhodes, is reinforce and understand their feelings. Don't just push them aside and say, hey, toughen up because that's not going to work. Yeah, and you can also, you know, kind of cope ahead, plan for, you know, if you do feel anxious on the first day of school, what are some things that you can do? Either some coping skills that you can use or people that you can talk to for help. If your child has a persistent worry about something like getting their locker open or what if I can't find the first class of the day, those are things that you can write out a plan for and rehearse and practice ahead of time. Yeah, and there's a lot. And with us this morning is Dr. Gina Rhodes, again, pediatric psychologist at Cleveland Clinic, at Cleveland Clinic uh, uh, Children's. And Dr. Rhodes, when we look at these teenagers and these kids going back to school to help us better understand, as you mentioned, they have a lot of things going on, right? They're not only leaving their home for the summer, but they're meeting maybe a lot of new students. Maybe they're not in classes with people they're familiar with. And then they've got all these new teachers and whether they're in elementary school one or two or whether they're in middle and high school and they got all these other teachers. So you've got all this spinning in their mind heading into the day one of school where they got to learn new practices and new procedures. It's so much change and learning is an inherently frustrating process because it doesn't have a set timeline. You don't go into a learning situation knowing how long it's going to take to learn something. So all that change on top of the frustration of learning would be a lot for any child. Yeah, and talk about that time. What what type of timeline can parents expect for their kids as, as they try to get into this new routine? Typically, I would say that by the time October rolls around, if children are really continuing to struggle with getting back to school and adjusting to the new routine, if things haven't settled down by October, that's usually the time when most parents begin reaching out for additional help from a psychologist or a therapist. But there is not necessarily a strict timeline on how quickly different kids adjust to the overall change because every child's a little different with that. Do you sometimes see the kids, maybe grades that maybe have been successful in the spring? Do you do you sometime, through your research and studies, do those grades lag a little bit in the early part of the fall? Most kids can wax and wane just with the up and downs of stress throughout the school year. Um, but certainly we know that there's often 
a catch-up time when kids are kind of relearning the things they learned at the end of last year. With us this morning is Dr. Gina Rhodes, pediatric psychologist at Cleveland Clinic Children's. How about when the kids come home from school and obviously the day is behind them, how can the parents maybe help them out a little bit as far as getting back home and, and listening to their needs? Yeah, a lot of times I like to talk to parents about preparing a, a soft place to land. So that might mean for the first few days beginning school, when your kids get home, we're not immediately jumping into it's time to do chores, it's time to do homework, giving a little breathing room in between. Depending on your particular child, you may have a kiddo who wants to talk about how the first day of school went, and especially with the teenage years, a lot of times that feels like grilling, um, and kids don't necessarily want to talk about it right away. So I often like to give questions that are things like, you know, what surprised you about today? Um, was there anything unexpected that happened? Those are the sorts of things that can encourage kids to look out for not just the normal stresses, but also the things that may have gone well or the things that were particularly challenging that they weren't as prepared for so that you can cope ahead. Dr. Rhodes, anything I missed that you wanted to translate to the, to the audience about these uh, times for these kiddos heading back to school? I definitely want to emphasize that if you feel that your child is struggling to reach out and get help, help, whether it's accommodations by law, if your child has something like a learning disability, ADHD, or even emotional concerns like anxiety or depression. Special education law states that you're entitled and your child is entitled to appropriate accommodations in school. Um, Or if you feel like you may need the help of a school psychologist, a therapist, or a psychologist, definitely reach out and make use of those resources.